I mean, honestly, you know, I'm used to seeing something that's on there and, and you're not eating it. I mean, I'm not used to these rules, by the way. This is a quarantine thing that okay, we have not established. Okay, this is not a rule. It's not a rule. I just didn't know, because usually you're messing with me when you say that kind of stuff, because you know that you shouldn't just do that without asking. But I mean, it was right there. Why wouldn't I just go ahead and just grab it? I mean, I thought that they were extras. That's why if you leave them on a pan, it's, it's clearly implied they're that extras. Is, that is absolutely not implied. Oh, boy. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And of course, we do appreciate everybody who is tuning into Fun Employment Radio. And of course, you can go to that website. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. It is a great place uh, for you to go to. And if you're going to be buying on Amazon, might as well do it there. Yes. We do have a guest who's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. We have Big John LaCrofka. He's been on the show before. Now, Big John works for the Portland Trailblazers. um, So he's not working right now. Um, not, totally. not just yeah, with so any he does, sports. He does like production and stuff for them, right? Yeah, production and yeah. videography. and But he also does it for like a ton of other things. And all, you know, not happening right now. So we're going to talk to him about that part. But also want to just talk about some awesome stories that he has of everything else that he's done. Because he's done boxing and golf and tennis. And, like, he flies all over the place and does yeah, stuff. Yeah, all different normally, kinds of sports. Yeah. Normally would be. Um, but, yeah, like everybody else, you know, on uh, on a temporary uh, hiatus. Not, yeah, hiatus. Yes. Until the sports come back. But so, so John's going to join us here in just a little bit. Um, to explain what happened here at the beginning of the show, I want to do this. I'm sorry. I saw them and I took them and I ate them. So here's what happened. Sarah, you know, comes over here to do the show every day and uh, to my house. By the way, oh, quarantine day, timestamp, uh, Wednesday, April 29th, 2020. Oh, my God. It's already the end of April. April 29th, 2020. This is how you've spent your April in quarantine. Everybody planned that, right, at the beginning of the year. So uh, with that, you know, Sarah comes over here around noonish and she does her lunch date with Sarah and she'll usually bring food and most of the time you know we're either set or or she'll buy something and then then I'll have some of it too it's very nice I appreciate it so today she made some chicken fingers and you know they're veggie chicken fingers uh, okay well I didn't know if you liked those or not so I was gonna say if you if you didn't think that you liked them and you and you ate them then maybe they tricked why you. would I eat four of them if I didn't like them you ate four of them? Oh, no. I shouldn't have admitted that. Greg, there were only ten in the bag, and they're small. You Okay, so here's what happened. Sarah came over, and she made these in the oven, and uh, heated them up, and then put them out on the pan on the oven. Let me just explain what happened, and then I know you're ready to tear into me. But um, so she Tear into you? I can see the look in your eyes. Everybody can see the look in your eyes. It's the look of disdain over a Something chicken like that. thief. So... Uh, so they were there on the on the top of the oven on the pan, and you had your plate that seemed like it was all neatly made up with your with with the chicken on it, and then like your avocado. And I was like, oh well, Sarah's got her lunch. These must be the extra ones that she doesn't want. No, because I haven't had time to eat yet. Those were the ones that didn't fit on my plate. I can only have a few at a time. <sighs> See, I just assumed that you'd take all the ones that you would want at that at that time, and then the rest of them are just kind of up for so grabs. Do you not believe in like going back for seconds? You were going to go back for seconds and not give me any... Sarah, here's okay. the thing. On the, what... other, the other side is, you know I'm a chicken man. 
And so when it's, it's not there, even chicken, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter in, it's in like, at it's, all. It's like vegetables and and quinoa. That like, doesn't matter. It still tastes like chicken. That's good enough for me. And you leave it there. And I haven't eaten anything today, and I'm sitting there walking by with the smell of it, and you leave it on the oven. I mean, really, ultimately, this is kind of your fault. And I'm, you know, I forgive you for doing this, but let me write uh, you. Let me read to you a, a message that I wrote to Greg no, at eleven oh six this morning. I wrote, "Hi, so I'm going to head to the store before going to your back before going to your house. Did you need anything? Do you want something specific for lunch?" And then Greg wrote, "Hey, sorry, very very busy today. I'm fine on that." <laughs> I kind of forgot I was very, very busy when I wrote that, and I forgot that I had written You weren't that. very, very busy enough to write that you were very, very busy. Well, I mean, I could have just ignored, but I decided to reply back. The bottom line is, you know, I feel like, uh, um, you know, I apologize for doing this. I already apologized. I did. Yeah, so not only did I ask him if he wanted food, and he says, no, he's fine, that I come over here, make my food... Run out of time because we're on a tight schedule for Greg's schedule. And then he eats all of my fake chicken. I didn't eat all of it. I you ate, ate four out of the ten pieces. I ate... <laughs> yeah, I ate 40% of it. Yeah, this is true. Without even asking, like, even like... I, th- I thought they were just extras. And why then I had you one... just ask Okay, me? here's the problem. I'll tell you exactly what happened. I had one of them. And I was like, oh, that's good. And then, you know, yes, I, I know it's good. That's why I bought them because I hadn't, you know, and I'm not going to have a chance to eat again until like, I don't know, three thirty or so. So I was like, hmm, this you act really like good. we're not 15 feet from your kitchen. <laughs> I know, but I seriously, I, I, I seriously, I'm not gonna have time to make anything. So I was like, well, that one was good. I'm, I'm sure another one would be OK. And then the problem was I couldn't stop. And I took two of them, and then I left, and then I came back again. And I, <gasps> Greg. I came back, and I took two more. Greg, I'm admitting this. I could have blamed Ollie. Could have blamed the dog. Is this but, what happens a lot when, like, I ask you where the extra Cheetos are, and you're like, "Oh, well, Ollie got them." No, no, because I would just not tell you where they were if I, that were the case. But I mean, you don't. I don't have Cheetos that often. I don't buy Cheetos that often. Uh, <laughs> Taking a look here on the live chat for our live subscribers. Dennis just said, well, Greg does believe in seconds. Oh, man. And Keelan says, you actively refuse lunch from the person you stole food from. Jesus, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm not proud of it, but it's it's a thing that happened. And we all have to move on from now. Oh, do we all have to move on? We all have to figure out a way. That was the food that I allotted to bring to the house for today. We all have to figure out a way to just, you know. You know what? You've actually eaten more of my fake chicken than I have. I only had time to have one piece. Yeah. And you had four? Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, yeah. What is it? Just like blind, like just blind shoving it in your face? I blacked out. I don't even remember doing it. It was it was good. I'll say they're very good. I like them. I mean, I I would have eaten more too, but then I stopped myself and I I got control. Dennis I did says, get control. Dennis says, "Let's review the facts." Sarah asks Greg if he want if she wants uh, if he wants her to grab some food. Greg says, "No." Sarah brings food and prepares it. Greg eats it. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying I'm proud of this situation. I'm saying it's what happened, and you know. I mean, the bottom line is, if, okay, let me ask you this, though. I mean, 
Oh, <laughs> really? Okay, yes. Ask me this, Greg. I mean, leaving it out on the pan, on the oven. Because we're in the studio. I didn't think you would have time to inhale half of my food when you keep telling me, we've got to go. We've got to start. We've got to start. I thought you were in here. I didn't know when you were trying to rush me to be in here you that mis- you were tricking me to eat all of my food. Oh, boy. Yeah. It makes it even worse, doesn't it? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. I was like, come on. We have to hurry You're up. Like, Sarah, again. the show starts in three, in three minutes. I'm like, yeah. okay. And I got in there and then you weren't in here. Yeah. And you were just in the kitchen shoveling your mouth hole full that's, of my chicken. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I real and I realized this. I realized this, you know, I could have tried to squirrel my way out of omitting what actually happened, but yeah, I did. I, did. I ate, I ate forty percent of your of your chicken fingers after I asked you what you wanted from the store. Well, I was in a hurry at that point, and I thought I'd be. Why? Fine. Why do you? Okay, you like you keep acting like I'm getting you in the hurry. Like I'm the one that put you in the hurry. I mean, if you were rushing me, and so I just didn't think at the time. But I mean, the the thing is, you know, it's all right. Like I'm okay oh. if you're okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I will buy you some. Starving. I will buy you some chicken. Full of delicious fake chicken. I fingers. wouldn't say full. They're not that big. I could have easily. No, I they're not that big. <laughs> yes, they are absolutely not. that I could have big. easily powered ten, ten of those. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'll order some food. Um, I'll order you some food. I have ordered you food quite a bit. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll order you some more food. No, it's fine. I mean, I'll just go ahead and starve and you can eat, you know, the other food you no, have. The in problem your is I didn't have enough to actually not starve anyway, so I guess we're just both out of luck. Really is what it comes down to. And you ate them fresh and hot out of the oven and I have to sit and wait for an hour and then they're going to be all gummy. All right, I will. I will make. I will make it right. I will make it right. Stay tuned to see what Greg thinks making it right entails. <laughs> Reminding me of all the times he bought food before, which in no way has to do with today's current fake chicken situation. Oh yeah, I guess not. No, no. it doesn't. All right. Oh, okay, we'll get it figured out. We'll get it squared. All away. right. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> Oh my god, you totally remind me of the Is this community property? You're gonna be eating that. God, that guy is so batshit. This was it was this guy Steve that we worked with in radio. I don't think you ever had the privilege of meeting him. He was I don't think I did. He was the creepiest man I have ever met in pretty much my entire life. He just seemed like he was like sweaty. He wore these and I think he still does. He he um got recommended to me as a Facebook friend before. He posts all those like crazy conspiracy theories, thinks that women are lesser people, just oh, uh, just all okay. this stuff. And he wears so he's an these, asshole. these ra- a super asshole, okay. a soup and just just an asshole and an idiot, which is like the worst combination yeah, as we a- are all familiar with at this point. <laughs> that is a bad combo. Um and he wore these rainbow suspenders. Over this huge gut that his pants would like barely, like his gut was over the pants and his pants were like down. And he'd always be like doing this thing with his rainbow suspenders. Uh, suspenders. What, running, running his thumb. Yeah, and like down. Rick and I would go Can in I together. Ask you, I mean, if you have suspenders, how would you not do that? Well, wouldn't I, that be just a, something that you do? He's the only person I've ever seen actively every day wear suspenders. So. I had suspenders when I was a kid. I guess I knew like Scott guys who wore suspenders. They never really touched them though. No, this is like the, hey, what you doing on the farm today, Petey boy, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that was you just did there. I'm just going to 
Okay. Yeah. So anyway, whenever Rick and I would like split a pizza or something, I remember him just wobbling in and he'd be like, oh, is that, is that community property? And we'd be in the studio. You know, and we're just like, no. And then he would like touch a piece. And then we're like, well, fine. You have, you can have that one. You touched it. He was, oh my God, this is Greg. Greg is Steve. <laughs> I Steve do, is Greg. No, I'm not. Not with all the other descriptions you just gave of that. Guy. No, not with the suspenders. No, well, or the other or the stuff. Other just stuff. The, the <laughs> horrible things you just described about him. Please do not equate me in that way. No. <laughs> Jesus. This guy was something else, though. Like, He's one of those people that will pop into my head like once every two years and I'll look and be like, oh, nope, still batshit crazy. Mm. And I have a pending friend request from him that has been sitting there for nine years. <laughs> well, Steve, if you're listening, it's probably not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Gonna, what's going on there? Plus, I mean, I have a tiny woman pea brain anyway. You don't want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's transition here. Actually, I want to ask John if he's got experiences with this because, you know, he works in media in you know the, the community, community room the community property room uh so let's go ahead and it's gonna take me a second just to get him on here All right, give me some snaps um but uh but yeah so for those of you who are uh watching live did well, you hear you're that be... that was my stomach grumbling well there's your mark we'll be back in a minute with more fun employment radio dot com <laughs> all right welcoming to the show our friend mr big john lacrofka john how's it going how are you guys? It's uh, great to hear your voices again. It's been a long time. I'm it has not, been. I'm, I feel like we like it's been a couple of years since we had you on last. Has it been that yeah, long? Yeah, I uh, I still have my model good looks. Yep. I mean, it's 100. percent uh, I think the beard's getting a little bit more gray, but uh, yeah, it has been a couple <laughs> years, man. How uh, this is crazy, right? What's it's crazy. On? It's absolutely yeah. crazy. How yeah. how are you hanging in there? Because I know that you usually uh, tend to have. Quite the busy schedule with everything that you're up to. Yeah, usually, uh, <laughs> usually I'm on the road. Actually, I mean, once once May comes around, May to Halloween, it's it's my slow time. Um, once the blazer season's over, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I still work in the summer, but just nowhere near. So I'm used to being home a little bit during July and August and stuff like that. But gosh, nothing like this. This has been crazy. Oh man. Well, for um, people who might not have heard you last time you're on the show, can you give a little rundown about uh, what it is that you do within the industry? Yes, I'm in television, sports broadcasting, um, definitely behind the camera. And um, <laughs> sometimes you get, but you get in front of the camera sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen you in front of the camera out there every now and then. The fan, well, my fans demand it sometimes. That's us. That's Greg and I. <laughs> uh, no, um, I, anytime you guys watch a broadcast, um, Blazer games, Timbers, uh, soccer, boxing, football, baseball, anything, um, I do the instant replays, the super duper slow mo that you see, um, and highlight cool. packages and anything that looks like a music video. Coming back into the fourth quarters of Blazer games, when you know, we always have like a recap of the night with a bunch of action and music and stuff. I'm cutting that during the night. So you're um, cutting that live as it's happening. Yeah. It's it's crazy. When you're when you're doing that, I'm just curious, you know, on the production side of things, because you know it happens so fast. What are you looking for that makes a highlight? Yeah, and that and you know what's weird, man? I, I got into this business, I got into television and the sports. Um I knew the sports. I just had to had to learn all the equipment. Um I consider myself kind of technically savvy. Nowhere near as much as Mr. Nibbler. <laughs> uh, I know how to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look, you finally it. made the video work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> right. And so um, uh, I just had to learn the equipment. And um, 
as a sports fan growing up, you just kind of, you know, especially I was a basketball junkie and uh, in football. And I, I know what looks cool and I know I know what I think what other basketball fans want to see. Uh, I think it has helped that I know the game. Um, but, you know, there's there's guys that are in the industry that that are more on the technical side and are able to do it. But uh, I'd like to hope that I bring a little flavor of uh, growing up playing basketball. And when I got out of college, I did this short little documentary to kind of just kind of like a hoop dreams type thing with guys I grew up with that played the game. And uh, I don't know. I just like to feel that I put a fresh vibe on on what fans want to see out there. That's awesome. Well, speaking of, oh, I can't, I can't even say, you can pull off saying fresh vibe. I can't say that. <laughs> speaking of um, just being a cool guy, I just saw your uh, your shoe collection today. That is uh, oh, that is quite impressive. So as somebody who is completely addicted to purchasing sunglasses, I would like to know yes. how many uh, pairs of shoes roughly do you believe that you own? Aye, aye, aye. Well, and this and the video is not on here, right? Uh, it's it's on now. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, oh, yep. So we can see some of them. Can people see. Look at this. Look now. Now this is the bedroom, and this is where the magic happens. So I'm not going to go all the way over there. Cool. You Thank know, you. I don't want to. I don't want to start getting people excited online. So <laughs> oh I'll just do a nice little tease. A little tease. Holy crap. There are crates for the audio version. There are crates. I don't even know how high that is. Like eight, nine, ten high. My daughter daughter says 11. 11 high. Oh, my. By however many rows, too. Good (laughs) Lord. That is a lot of shoes. And the the rest are over on this side waiting for Ikea boxes. But um, (laughs) oh, my Lord. uh, I just I'm I'm kind of that's kind of my thing, man. I don't uh, now with the wife and kids. Now I got a son in college now. My daughter's in high school. Uh, I I don't go out anymore. I'm not out there drinking and partying like I used to at a younger age. Nobody is. Uh, I don't smoke. <laughs> I don't smoke. I don't gamble. I've kind of just strapped down a little bit. That's kind of my one vice is uh, is the shoe game. And uh, as a kid, I couldn't have a lot because um, the parents were kind of you know they weren't about to go get me a bunch of shoes. But uh, I I kind of just became a sneakerhead. It kind of became my thing. I'm not one of those dorks, and I, I doubt there's any of these guys listening to your show. These are the kids that are, you know, online and waiting, you know, in these long lines and jumping online to buy all this stuff and turn around and flip it. Uh, everything I own, I wear. And so I got a lot of stuff in there that uh, that are originals. I've got some old Jordans and stuff in there from way back when. And so my son, as he got older, kind of uh, when his shoe size, when he joined me, uh, he he walked into a into a I don't know what to say. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> are you are you do you let him borrow some of your like like your favorite pairs of shoes or are there limits oh, yeah. to which I, ones? You know, I'm not that much of a dork. I got I, I actually only have like maybe one or two pairs that I just I won't wear. They're like super duper rare that Nike people I know and some other people have hooked me up with. But I wear all these. And he was good, man, when he was uh he just went down to college in LA this year for the first time. Oh, awesome. Just yeah, he just he's back now with all this craziness. But he uh, he'd wear them, and I remember, you know, I think I'd come home from a road trip with the team, and my daughter would snitch him out. Yeah, <laughs> Miles was wearing your shoes, but he cleans them right after he's done. He knows the routine. Oh wow! Well. Um, yeah. are the even the ones that you say you don't wear? I'm I'm kind of fascinated with shoes. Yeah, uh, do you yeah. ever do you ever like put them on in the house and just wear them around the house? Or <laughs> there's some are there some that you just haven't even tried on that you've just like kept in, like not even touched with your feet? No, there's uh, there's just two pair that I kind of have never really thrown on. One of them are these really rare Kobe's that uh, when he was with Adidas, and it was his last shoe before he switched to Nike. 
and they were just the funkiest, weirdest. I wish they were right here. I'd show you. They're just the funkiest, weird. They look like C-3PO feet. They're just, they look like robot feet. <laughs> cool. And he wore them and it just got a ton of backlash. I think everybody hated them. But I got some of those that are pretty cool from a friend of mine uh, at Adidas. She was a designer. And uh, Tinker Hatfield is a name some people might know. He uh, just, he's just the wizard. He designed all the Jordans and any, any famous Nike show shoe that, you know, from the, you know, mid eighties to now he's done. He's from Portland Wow. and uh, he knows my dad real well. And uh, I have a pair of Air Jordan threes that he designed, obviously uh, autographed. And so, uh, yeah, kind of a, a dorky thing to have in your collection for, a, well, I'm getting up there in age now, 47 years old. To collect shoes but uh oh that's not that old well i mean just to round out the shoe question really quick how many pairs do you think you have uh i'm looking right here there's about 150 here <laughs> wow. i'm gonna probably say about i'm gonna probably say about 200 damn well you mentioned okay yeah. so the jordan ones that. are autographed and you've got all of yeah. these different ones um yeah. you know i'm working for the blazers you're around all of these players from other teams all the time i mean it's oh, no yeah. big deal because that's just what you are but sure. um but do you ever ask them for autographs, like visiting players, things like that? You know what's weird? Uh, people have asked me that a lot. Like, what do you collect or what do you have? And I got – it was weird. It, it was such a shock to me to all of a sudden be in that world. You know, I went from – you know, I was washing cars on Northeast Sandy in a car lot. And within four years, I was traveling around on Blazer 1 with the team. Wow. wow. Uh, it, was, it was just this unbelievable, quick, rapid thing. And so all of a sudden I got thrown in and I'm like, whoa, there's Brandon Roy. And oh, my God, there's, you know, so and so. And I kind of I, I thought I was too cool. You know, I was like, no, nah, man, I don't want to ask these guys for autographs and be like that. But I've had some pictures taken. There's like been a handful of guys where I'm like, yeah, man, I got a Dominique Wilkins. Like the first time oh, I saw man. him, I was like, oh, my God, I got to take a bit. He you was have cool. To. And then first time I met Moses Malone um wow. rest in peace yeah he was one of my favorites he was coming to see coach lucas maurice lucas with us and i turned around and i was like oh my god and so i fanboyed him and <laughs> uh, i've done that too I've, I've caught myself doing that too I, I think my thing might be just some pictures i've just said yeah. screw it i'm gonna ask this guy for a picture mm -hmm. um i've only been big time once and it just happened two seasons ago in minneapolis kevin garnett kevin garnett big time to you Kevin Garnett had the nerve to big time me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this dude, I was such a big fan of his and I, there was no one around. I know when to bug these guys. And I said, KG, I said, I'm with the Blazers, man. I go, John, big fan. Always loved your game. He looked me up and down like I just asked him for, for a dollar for a can of soup. Wow. Damn. All right. Looked so me up and down. Yeah. Looked me up and down and then went back onto his phone. And I was like, wow, oh, just crushed. So, uh, yeah, if he was on our team, you wouldn't be seeing any KG highlights anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Never piss off the guy who's in control of showing yeah. the playbacks. Don't mess, yeah. don't mess with me. But as far as the, the, um, the shoes with the players, I always try to, anytime we get a new point guard, I try to be real cool with those guys. Yeah. They're the, they're, they're the smallest guys on the team, and they'll probably wear a 12 or a 13. So I, uh, <laughs> I always make sure, hey, man, I, I want to make sure your mom saw that slam dunk I put on there last night for you. Uh, well, I want to. It's worked out. I've had some stuff tossed my way. I want to know. So you were talking about flying on is Blazer One. Is that the name of it? Yeah. 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 What is that like? I mean, has that lost its novelty to be able to be flying on a privately chartered jet like even just that specific thing is 
so bizarre for most normal people <laughs> for most people oh, yeah but yeah that's uh that's bananas like i said before i started i think the furthest i'd been from home before i started in this business was i remember we went to boise when i was a kid <laughs> and like vancouver bc and then all my family was in southern california so that was about the extent of my traveling so when i first on my first road trip i walked on the blazer one i was like wow um we used to have mr allen had uh two planes um he had one that was they called it the family jet and it was like a 757 that was all uh, wow conference rooms living rooms offices bedrooms like it was all kind of chopped up it, it, big screen tv i mean it was ridiculous Whoa. and uh, yeah and uh we were back the tv guys we'd be in the back in like this conference room and there's like you know all hardwood walls and it was it was ridiculous uh and the are, other one was can i ask you a question one, about that are the yeah. chairs like strapped down in something like that yeah they're just just big recliners okay yeah just picture like a big fancy living room and uh <laughs> and uh that's what it was like i mean it was just wow. it was unreal yeah um and then um the other one was a 747 that was just all first class seats the whole way so and like yeah it was it's unbelievable and and you get spoiled really quick uh you know and and it was his flight attendants and everything all his employees so we'd always you know your diet coke was waiting there they knew that your peanut butter and jelly you like a little bit of more peanut butter than you did jelly and it's it's ridiculous how they treat us. Um, we were really treated well. And uh, we recently switched to the league has now these Delta first class uh, planes that are all first class through Delta. There's about 15 of them. I think all the teams share. And uh, oh, no, wow. it's no joke, man. You got like a whole big seat and a whole row to yourself. And yeah, uh, that's-, <laughs> that's why I think that's why I think I've lost some weight on this uh on this home i know everybody's talking about how they're getting bigger man i think i'm losing weight because i'm not eating all this food late at night on these flights and you know eating at restaurants two times three times a day on the road oh um, yeah i'm looking at myself in this i'm actually looking pretty clean you're looking you're looking sharp man you always do I am. i'm well, looking pretty good and uh, uh, yeah but it's no but sorry to answer your question it's it's ridiculous they don't mess around it's first class all the way and you get spoiled quick because the other six months of the year i'm traveling with the cattle in the back and, and so, coach uh, oh yeah yeah. Um. So you in this uh, latest, you know, time, whatever month and day and whatever it is, you right. have also ventured into our world a little bit. So you have started your own podcast. Yeah, I was, sir. I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about it, John. Tell us. Uh, no, I mean, I don't want to start stealing fans. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, no. We can all share. <laughs> right, right. No, I actually have two reviews now. I'm doing so good. I've got two two reviews. Um, my podcast is now on um, iTunes and on Spotify, and I actually got two reviews. I don't know if it was my wife or my kids or what, but <laughs> well, that's great. No, man, what I did, I used to do with you guys when you worked with the team. Um, I, there was Blazers TV, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the the baby steps or the beginning of their whole social media. Yeah, um, I did a show on the road called Road Tripping with Big John, and it was just me on the road having fun with the guys and. If it was, um, you know, us in the hotel, us on the plane, at the arena. And uh, that went on for a couple of years. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And then I'm sitting here about, geez, like you said, I'm not sure what, even what day it is. <laughs> yeah, know. Who knows? I know it's a it's Wednesday. A Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Not me. <laughs> um, 
but the, we probably in all this about a week or so. And some of my guys that do my job on the East Coast, um, a guy that does my job for the Hornets, he hollered at me and said, Big John, he's like, dude, we'd love to have you on our podcast. I was like, yeah, that'd be fun. Went on there and talked. And then I had a bunch of people holler at me and say, dude, why are you not doing this? Um, I was like, you know what? Good question. I've always wanted to do, you know, because I've joined you guys. And then my boys uh, on the butcher shop. Uh-huh. They're oh, no, yeah, longer, yep. no longer with us. Rest in peace. I know yeah. they're not doing any, but those guys are my guys. Well, they're still alive, but yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> but are they if they're not podcasting? No. Yeah. Uh, but no, joining them and joining you guys, and I've had fun, you know, doing this type of stuff. So I said, you know what? I've met some cool people um, over the years. Maybe I'll do that and talk sports. I mean, that's kind of my thing is sports. And then I started thinking, you know what? People don't want to talk about what's going on right now. And there's no sports to talk about. So maybe I'll venture out and start talking to some different guys. And uh, yeah, I, I think I'm seven episodes in. I'm kind of doing one a week. Yeah, I, got a couple nice. in the, I got a couple in the can. It's not as fancy as all this. Oh, yes. We're I so mean, fancy. Oh, you, my <laughs> spare bedroom that I've got here. Well, I'm yeah. not going to brag, but I yeah. did take a shower today. Nice. Yeah. And I just did that, man. And so it's called uh, home tripping. I guess if you can road trip, you can home trip. But it's uh, Home Tripping with Big John, and I'm on. Uh, it's on iTunes now and Spotify. Uh, I got an ex Blazer, Nolan Smith, joined me. Oh, I remember we <gasps> oh, were there when Nolan, Nolan Smith yeah, was around. Yeah, we he was great. Yeah, we were there yeah, when he was drafted, actually. Yeah, probably. And he's yeah. now an assistant coach at Duke, and so that's like as prestigious as he gets. So I got Nolan on. I got a friend of mine that I am really close with with HBO Boxing. We did a boxing episode. Uh, but I kind of wanted to branch out, and so I did. Um, Uh, My friend, Matt Nolan, who went to Grant, a couple years older than me from the neighborhood. And Uh, Sarah, you might Yeah, I I know. I know who he is. That's Chucky. Chucky. (laughs) So after we had you on last time, uh, I think you had written to him and said that I was a big fan. And so, like, he friended me on Facebook. So now I'm friends with Chucky from Beverly Hills 90210. (laughs) Okay, now I know. Yeah, now I know who you're talking about. Yes. Then I never want to be creepy because I always want to ask him about it. You need to listen to that podcast. There's some behind the scenes (gasps) information from 90210. Um, You just can't can't get anywhere. (laughs) John? You you can't just walk down the street and hear these stories. This is coming from home tripping with Big John. Um, All right. Well, I am absolutely going to listen to that. Yeah. And so he tells some cool stories about that, how he got on the show, what it was like working with all those guys. Um, and then my boy Anthony owns a restaurant here in the neighborhood called Dews up on 53rd and Sandy. Just an outstanding bento place. You know, these small businesses are going through so much right now. Yeah, tons. Uh, he's, a, he's a huge sports fan, huge hip-hop fan like me. So I had my man on, and we talked about his whole story and tried to get his story out there to get everybody to go, you know, go, you know, give as much support as you can to these small businesses right yeah. now and what they're going through. So it's kind of weird. It's taking a tour. I, I, uh, it's taking a different bend in the road i wanted to do just sports um but we dipped into some hollywood some nba some boxing uh the next one it's weird that you're talking about my shoes uh some friends of mine own a sneaker store downtown called index pdx and it's kind of the bougie go-to place in town if you want some (laughs) kicks that no one has or no one knows about and musicians and athletes all go through that is the spot in town so i had uh i had my boy mikey from index come on and so just talk shoes you know, like I said, some old men talking kicks. So, oh yeah, I'm looking. These are some fancy shoes. Yeah. Did, so that, get- that place is great. If you want some random ass stuff, man, that place is really cool. But I had him on trying to throw some support his way. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm trying to uh, get into the podcast world. 
just while I can, I have some free time. Well, it sounds like you're doing it right because yeah. that's kind of how ours started where we kind of thought we wanted to go in one direction, but once you start yeah. broadcasting, it kind of leads you in the direction you're supposed to go. That sounds douchey, uh, but it totally, it totally is. Like, for us anyway. Yeah, yeah, for us. I mean, it seems like naturally, you know, it's steering you in different directions other sure. than sports. So, yeah. And the thing is, I mean, and I, I had a friend of mine, Chris Haynes, who's an NBA writer. Oh, yeah. He, he Chris B. Haynes. I mean, yeah, he's great. He was kind of he was kind of starting when you guys were there, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Yeah, I yep. believe he was. And, and dude, talk about rapid rise. That yeah, dude is now he's huge. Sideline. He's a sideline announcer for TNT. And yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. So when I hollered at him, he's like, heck, yeah, I'll talk to you. And it's great, man. It's like we're so, you know, it's just not it's just not very official. We just kind of just start talking. I honestly think my man Chris was laying in bed with his wife, just chilling. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of, he had this smoky love doctor voice going on. Smoky and, love doctor voice. That's the yeah. best description. <laughs> and, and he's like, and I saw what's going on. He's like, that's right, big John. I'm just sitting here chilling. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, yeah. And then he went and interviewed Katie and LeBron the next day. So it's like, I told him next time, just bring them on and he can leave. Right. <laughs> well, uh, that's the thing, though. I mean, because you know so many different people that work in so many different things. And you, you know, and, and you're talking to basically your friends. But I do want to ask, you know, with all these interviews, if you had a dream interview to get, who would it be? Jeez, dude. If there were one, if there were one you could pick. That's crazy, man. In today's world, too, with all this political crap going on and all this other stuff. It's yeah. like, don't really dip into politics and religion that much. Right. But it's almost like I almost, you know, as a kid growing up, Charles Barkley was my favorite athlete. And and that would be fun because I I probably talk as much smack as he does. (laughs) (laughs) This may sound cheesy, man. Like I said, I don't do politics, but would it be weird of me to say Barack Obama? That's not weird at all. That's not weird. That's a great. And and, and I think and I think my reason I think my reason being is. That dude, no disrespect, calling him a dude. That dude put out such an amazing message to our country, to us, to people. And dude, this is weird. I never do politics. But if you, I would, I'd almost right now would love to use my platform to get someone like him. My platform. I got like five listeners. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's a platform. You got your I would yeah. love, I would, yeah, I would love to get a, just a good message out there right now, man. I think we really need it. I yeah. mean, just, just someone in it. You know what? Fill in the blank, man. Anybody that anybody knows that's just a good-ass speaker that can just put a positive spin on everything. It isn't just being a tool bag to everybody yep. and just reminds everybody, hey, man, we're going to get through this. Right. We're all um, in it together. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start crying. Oh, well, you were, well, those were some inspiring words. Yeah. Well, it's weird. That's not my style, though. I, I don't do politics or religion, man. I don't. But it's We, we like don't that. either, but... That's yeah. kind of transcends. And plus, that. this yeah, yeah, is yeah. like this is such a strange time. I mean, like in these uncertain times. I mean, yeah. nobody knows what the heck is going on. No, it's weird, man. And everybody's acting as if there wasn't enough divide going on before all this, man. It seems like it's really people are saying we're all together, man. But it's just it's it's a strange vibe out there. It is. I, yeah. it, you just you got people walking on the other side of the streets, and it's just like I'm I'm a real eye person, look you in the eye and talk and shake your hand kind of person, man. It's like you're not getting that vibe from anybody, so. I know. I actively like I go for walks every day for my sanity and, you know, I will step out of the way and give somebody, you know, room. But I always I always wave and smile or say hi. And I don't give a shit if they are annoyed by me. I'll just I'll still try. I don't care. Even if they glare at me, I'm like, like eight out of 10 times, someone will say like hi back or wave or smile. So I'm like, I'm just doing it. I'll be honest, man. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think more people are going to die from getting hit by cars in the middle of the street. (laughs) 
right? than, than this virus. Seriously. Right? I'm not trying to No joke. joke. No, I absolutely agree. I see some ding-dongs just kind of wandering around playing on their phones, like walking down the middle of the road. It's like, I get that you're trying to maintain a safe distance, but also there's road safety. Also, too. yeah. <laughs> Don't get rid of my these... car. That's deadly, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd rather take my chance on the virus than a 3,000-pound car. I got, I got these... I got these soccer moms rolling through my neighborhood, you know, these Beckys and Karens, and they're just rolling. They're just walking through and they're so nervous to to get close to someone on the sidewalk. They're just walking in the street as I'm driving down. And then I get the dirty look like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> no. they, they obviously they obviously don't know know how I roll through the neighborhood. Come on, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody stays safe from everything. Right. And. Big John, we are so happy that we got to talk to you. I mean, yeah. you are just a, a breath of fresh air every time we speak, which needs to be more than every two years. Yeah, well, just don't holler at me just when you need a ratings boost. Have me like <laughs> have me like a certain time, and then I'll get my segment sponsored by someone, and then we can all cash out. Don't okay, you like worry. That. As soon as like you know that. humans can interact again, we'll totally hit you up for <laughs> free tickets to stuff. No. Exactly. <laughs> I, got, I got a quick question. Two questions. Did we find out if Sarah was, in fact, a spy? Her parents were spies? So there was another theory that came in about that, about maybe not being Russian spies, but in fact, they were American spies on foreign soil. So that kind of makes, there's that possibility, too. So we could have had the sides wrong. But we're pretty sure like that, yeah, that. yeah, definitely. And if she hasn't, and you need to see the Americans. That's a great show. Yes, I watched great. the first season. I need to watch the rest yeah. of it because I like both of those actors. Yo, maybe yeah, it's have a lot. Maybe there'll be a lot of similarities in your <laughs> growing up as those kids. I mean, it really was. I grew up in the eighties, and it, oh, that's weird. No, my <laughs> mother is a saint. It's a, well, I like I said, could have been spies for America. Okay. Yeah. All right, I take that back. I don't want to do Barack. I want to interview James Bond. He was oh. a spy. There it is. There you go. Spy. Perfect. That would be a kick-ass. That'd be a kick-ass interview. You guys, thank you so much for having me on, John. Thank John, you, John. Seriously, yeah. And so it's called Home Trippin', and people can find it on iTunes, Spotify, yeah, Spotify. all the all the all the big outlets, all of them. All right. All so, and then what is? Do you guys? What is a? Um, what is the award for having a? Look at me having a brain cramp. Um, oh, you're fine. A podcast. What are the awards? What are the Oscars or the Grammys for that? I don't yeah, think there there's really are. There's the podcast awards, um, which was trying to be a thing. I mean, it still is a thing. Is it a thing? It's still a thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know how much. I don't think we're quite at Oscar level yet, but I mean, yes. basically. But I mean, you know, all of us with our two podcasts combined, we're damn close. Yeah. Well, hold on. Hold on a sec. Let me show everybody at home. <laughs> Does he already have an award? For his he podcast, he's already gotten an award. Damn! Oh, oh, whoa! He's showing off his Emmys. That's what he's oh doing. Oh my god! <laughs> so Damn! There's your picture, Sarah. All right, There's hang on. Picture. Let me screen grab it. Wait, screen wait. Grab me. Hold right there. Hold right there. Smile, smile. Screen grab. Got it. All right. There we go. Gold. That's gold. Nice. Well, that's the perfect way to sign off. So yeah, that's perfect. love you guys. Take care. All love right. you too. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you so much, John. <laughs> Oh, that dude's cool. That's awesome. All right, I got the screen cap. That's hilarious. You got it? Okay, oh, yeah. my God, just throwing the Emmys just out throwing there. Throwing out the Emmys. Uh, I remember Kamau would, would do that, too. Yeah, because Kamau now has a few of them, too, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he does. Few yeah, No, he. the last time we talked to him, he had two. Yeah. He's probably got, like, a bunch now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, that's why we wanted John on the show. Yeah, so he's just super what a, red. What a good dude. We met him... Um, 
when we worked for the Blazers, and it turned out like he like knew who he'd we been were a Rick and, Emerson fan. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah he's just the nicest yeah. most solid dude. He's like yeah. born and raised in Por- in Portland. Yeah. He has like the most love for Portland as a city of, of everyone I've ever met. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's buddies with like Stoudemire, Damon Stoudemire and Terrell Brandon. And oh all yeah, he grew, all up in, Portland. he grew up in uh, Portland. Anybody from Portland, he knows. Yeah, yeah, in North Portland, and like he still like plays basketball with all of his like buddies yeah. in elementary school and stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool dude. Well, hot dog, that was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Well, you know what, Greg, I'm still hungry, so maybe we should. <laughs> Damn call it, I was hoping show. you would have forgot about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thankfully, I will I order so, you some chicken nuggets. I was nuggets. so distracted by the good conversation that I <laughs> t- t- took my mind off of how hungry I was. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to Fun Employment Radio. Watch Ollie's gotten the rest of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope not, but I'm not going to say it's impossible. Oh, man. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone. We appreciate it so much um, listening to the show, <laughs> subscribing, sharing. Um, also, I do have Digital Trends Live. People can tune into that, too. Oh, That's, yeah, and you have this afternoon, don't you, have a show? Uh, no. Yesterday afternoon, I did. My shows are all different now. It used to be Thursday afternoons. No, it's Tuesday afternoons. I and then the Wednesday morning. Today. No, the, but that's in the morning normally. Gotcha. There was one time it was in the afternoon. Oh, okay. That was the abnormal one. I already recorded that one. Tomorrow well, on Digital you. Trends Live, though, uh, Bob Saget. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect that, did you? Uh, Bob Saget's going to be on. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing so, that. So, yeah. So that's going to be on Digital Trends Live. All right. Um, so many things so on many the things. internet to watch and listen so to. So much of the internet. Uh, also, if somebody can tell me where Better Call Saul season five is, I want to watch that because I'm almost done with season four. You're kind of a crackhead for that, right? Oh now. my god, yeah. I got back into it. I don't because I I finished season three and season four had never come out, and I didn't realize it was out on Netflix. Damn, man, it is so good. Okay, I know you're probably tired. Is of it as good as my about, chicken nuggets? About Better Call Saul. And in the thirty seconds that I was eating the chicken nuggets, no, it was they were better. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck out.